Welcome everyone to Reignite Your Passion podcast. Here is Andrea, and today our guest is an author, pro- public speaker, international education consultant, business coach, university professor. Welcome, Dr. Cheryl Dosset. Greetings and welcome, Andrea. Thank you for having me on this podcast. Thank you for being here. Cheryl, now we, we just talked about that you are in base in Costa Rica, right? And how is living in Costa Rica? Um, I live in Teleron, which is a small community, uh, which is surrounded by mountains and lakes. So I guess it's pretty good. Give us a little bit about your background, a background of yourself. Well, um, number one, I was... I'm from America, New York, but I was born in Germany. So I was by default and my DNA has predestined me to be a traveler. So that's number one. I grew up in Long Island, Great Neck. And so I'm familiar and comfortable uh, being an anomaly. So being unique. I grew up in the Jewish community. And as only one of an African-American family amongst the Jewish community, I grew up experiencing bas mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs. I grew up experiencing Jewish culture. So for an African-American woman, it's unique. And it's also allowed me to be somewhat privileged early on, meaning um, getting exposure to the finer things in life. But that's not who I am. That's just the beginning story of my journey. Um, I, 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 I went to school for about 14 years, um, to receive various degrees, undergraduate, master's degrees, doctorate. So, but that's not the unique part of my story. The unique part of my story was that at 18, I got pregnant in high school. So though I grew up in a privileged environment, then I ended up straying away Uh, growing up in high school, spending time in New York City, I found myself um, looking for love in all the wrong places. And so as a result of that experience, I ended up having a child. So I raised the child by myself, meaning I also went to college. And so when my daughter was two months old, right out of high school, I started a university. That experience combined with my upbringing made me a person who was um, uh, resilient, resourceful, and passionate about um, helping other men and women overcome hurt. So as a result of that, I've dedicated the last 30 years of my life to helping people who are lost, stuck, or trapped. It doesn't matter how you start, it's how how you finish. And so through the process, Living overseas, this is my 31st country, 31 countries I've lived in thus far. So not bad for a woman who grew up who was a single mom and a teen mom. So my life has really changed, it's turned around. And so now I ended up in Costa Rica about uh, 10 months ago. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure, I just put my finger to the air and I said, okay, Lord, where am I going next? He's in 24 hours, you're getting ready to move to Costa Rica. So with just two suitcases, I just planted myself in Costa Rica. And I knew that my work was bigger than me because of the way that I started, what happened to me in high school, throughout my academic training of 14 years, 
through living in various countries, now brought me to Costa Rica, where I focus on mental health and spirituality, helping men and women come to terms to find their passion again, to overcome uh, mother wounds, father wounds, soul scars, uh, areas in their life that have been prompted by trauma. So I help people heal, not only spiritually, but also physically. So that's where I am now. Can we say that that is your passion right now? Oh, yeah, helping people heal is my number one passion. I'm also a skincare formulator. And so that's a big part of my work. Um, 2018, I had um, spilled a boiling cup of a boiling pot of hot water on my face. So I had second degree degree burns and I developed a solution to help heal burns. So I also help people heal who suffer with burns. As you can see, my face doesn't look scarred. But it right. did not look like this two years ago, three years ago. So basically your passion is right healing. now is healing. healing either physically, healing. internally, outside, inside. Spiritually is healing. Spiritually, mm-hmm. yes. When you say spiritually, can you expand on that? Well, I'm not a person that is, I'm not a theologian, though I was trained in theology. I am more of a person who believes in a one-to-one relationship with God. The God Mm -hmm. within me is a spirit that divinely guides me to my direction in life. And so I have retreats now in Costa Rica. I have many retreats. I have a growing practice where people come to me who have been rejected, who have felt trapped, whether they're trapped in an unhealthy relationship, they've been rejected by their family, they've been rejected by their community, they've been rejected by religion, the traditional church, and that's what I do. And then I also help men and women who also feel lost, that they're at a stage in their life, they don't know what to do next. When I lived in China for uh, 10 years, and when it was time to leave, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I embarked on the journey of traveling throughout four different other countries, trying to figure it out. So writing a few books and speaking. I know I make light of this because it's so much. I don't even know how to (laughs) synthesize my life. But (laughs) I know now my focus is on healing. Everything I do is to help people heal and reconcile the childhood trauma, the childhood traumas. Yes. Okay, there is, uh, yeah, there is so much to take. Yeah, let's go step by step. Traveling. I saw that you traveled 45 countries. 31 countries. 31. 31, okay. Sorry. What has been the motives in all of these years of traveling that made you travel that much? Because I, you just said, I felt something to go to Costa Rica and then I went. So is that something depends on what? It depends on the fact that I don't have close ties in America, so I don't have a reason to stay. So I feel that my life has been predestined to be a traveler. I was born in Germany. How unique is that? Mm. And so since, you know, I was I grew up in a military family. So we mm. were used to getting ready to move in a couple of every two years. China has been the longest place outside of the U.S. where I've lived. And so it was 10 years. Um, traveling is, is a part of my life. It's my mantra. If I don't travel, I don't breathe. So, mm. you know, even now I'm saying to myself a couple of months ago, I said, oh, 
I've been in Costa Rica now, like 10 months, almost. I better go check out Panama next, you know? So I'm already <laughs> thinking, oh, I better go here next because I want to see if I can hold retreats. And so, but healing is my passion. Healing and traveling are my passion. And so I go where God directs me because there's obviously a need. And so I came to Costa Rica. I don't say that I was, I came on my own. I believe I was sent here. Since I've started now, I've had four spiritual retreats. We're doing one, two in February, helping married couples and singles who are experiencing marital delays and relationship issues. So I know that I'm sent here to do a work. Every time I'm spiritually directed to go to another country, I just go. I don't have things. I'm a minimalist. I don't know. I don't need things to, to claim hold of me. When it's time to go, I know there's an assignment. So my traveling is spiritually directed as if I have an assignment to do and I and and I I take advantage of it. I'll give you an example. So I've been in Costa Rica now 10 months. I was saying the other day, well, I really would like to help uh, some of the local women become more independent. So soon as I said that, then I met a young lady. She's in her 20s, 22, 23. She has two children. I know spiritually I've been assigned to her to mentor her. So I spend time with her once a week with her two children. In exchange, I assign her some tasks to do so she can earn some money. But I know I'm assigned to mentor her to help her create a business. I know that I was sent here for part of my reason to help her better herself. Because myself, I was a teen mom. I understand what it's like to be a young mom. I use that compassion to help pour into someone else. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now, people are not that in touch with that knowing. Everybody has this knowing inside of them, this intuition, this gut feeling, but not everybody trusts it. You do. Absolutely, you do. And I can see, I can feel that you have that so, some sort of power or superpower to be able to listen. Tell me about that superpower in a way that that can be translated, this okay. gut feeling that feels like, yes, I have to go there. I feel is the right thing. So the superpower is God, not me. But I am the willing vessel. I say yes. So that's number one. I trust that I am of God. I trust that I have a purpose. I trust that I honor my one job, which is to love God. So because I trust my one job is to love God, then I trust the direction that he gives me. So if I'm saying, all right, it's time for you to get ready to go to Costa Rica. I trust that. Absolutely. How I'm going to do it, I don't worry about it. How it works out, I don't worry about it. In fact, I started my coaching practice, my spiritual practice, when I landed in Costa Rica. I didn't know what I was going to do. I'm still on staff at a university. I still teach teachers in China, but that's just an assignment. It's not an assignment year-round. That's just an assignment. But I trust the God in me, which said it's time for you to go somewhere else. And so how the practical way? I hear it, but first of all, it's my identity. My identity is not connected to anyone. 
No, I don't need to have my, I am an African-American woman. I'm a tall woman. I'm an educated nice. woman. I'm connected to the, I'm connected also to the, to the um, United Nations, but those are just titles. That's not who I am. Who I am is a person who has a call, a calling. One area, which is my calling, is to teach, to educate, to uplift. I know that. How that gets translated is not up to me. It's up to me to say, yes, I raise my hand. You can use me however you need to use me and for whatever purpose, as long as I'm not hurt. And because of my obedience, it always works out. I just go. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love the way you said, uh, you know, when I am nothing, nobody, my identity is not there. I'm not connected with my identity. Then basically you mean I'm everything. I could be anything, right? Absolutely. And amazing. So it's basically really not to be connected on identity and uh, create an intention that you say, okay, this is my call. I'm here to serve. Lead me. But I don't call it intention because for me, intention implies both good and evil. I Mm. focus on the purpose, which is good. Because people can have the wrong intention when they see me and they can think thoughts or behave in such a way, which will then trigger a part of me, which is not good or of God. So Mm. when I move, I move with a purpose. My thoughts are purposeful. My actions are purposeful purposeful my speaking is purposeful because purpose is on the side of god and tension is on the side of evil because they are both exist that's how my, that's my thought yeah perfect thank As you perspective is one's perspective mm-hmm. exactly yeah mm-hmm. um which one was your favorite country that you have been in oh um, one of them amsterdam holland mm. I Why? love Amsterdam because it was the first time, it was my first overseas trip that I did alone. And when I got off the plane, I saw people look like me working in the airports. I said, oh, I didn't expect that. So I wrote a book behind that story. I didn't, I wrote it, then I retracted it, and then I wrote it again. It was entitled A Little Cream in My Coffee. Somebody said, Well, what is that about? I was like, No, it's not what you think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's not what you think. But I I was in awe because I did not expect to run into people who looked like me in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. So that opened up my eyes to possibilities that the world is my oyster. I can live anywhere, move anywhere, and feel free to create whatever God is controlling me, directed me to to create. So I loved Amsterdam because there was a sense of freedom that I felt. I was like, I don't have to worry about being looked at awkwardly. I was free. I just moved. I was a single woman. I've traveled all my life alone. So I felt free. And it was just like, it was amazing. Um, but then I've had I've had other memories of other places, but Amsterdam was the most impactful. Yeah, it started mm. me on this journey of being a digital nomad, teaching nomad, or just living my life on my own terms. That's basically I'm not a nomad because my heart is where my home is. And so I'm here. So my home is here. When my nice. assignment is up, 
I'll go somewhere else. That's okay. Nice. You have one daughter, you said, right? Yes. Is she a traveler too? No, but she works for the airlines. <laughs> so okay, <I> then. <laughs> <laughs> so she, she works for American Airlines, but I don't get, I don't get any free tickets from her at all. Uh, so she's a little, she's a little, you know, tight with that. But um, at least she works in the industry so she can connect. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, somehow, yeah. Somehow, somehow not. Yeah. She doesn't even have a passport yet, which is interesting. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on my third passport already in ten years. I mean, like really, thirty-one countries are something. So wow, I look up to you. I'm going for it. I'm going solo, for it. As a, and as a single traveler, especially, I never traveled with a group. I have groups that come here now, and many of the members in my group, believe it or not. Many of them, this is their first international trip. So I like being a part of that process in their life. They would not have come if they were not coming to participate in my divine pause retreat. My retreat is where you absolutely still and you are uh, sitting and bathing in the river or the hot springs or we're climbing the volcano and there is no talking. During the seven days that you're here, there is no talking, only listening to that voice within so it can be strengthened so you can get clarity and direction for your life. So I have lots of people who come down. I've serviced probably with maybe 30 within one month. Different nice. sessions, seven, seven, seven. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about those retreats, like in depth. I mean, the depth that you can go. All right. So there's no death. I arrived on a Tuesday in, uh, I arrived on a Tuesday, June 1st or something like that. It was a Tuesday and I was driving down the car with the driver. And I said, it would be great to have a spiritual retreat. I really want a spiritual retreat. So I asked the driver to pull over. I said, I like that place. I like that place. I said, but that's not what I want. He says, what are you looking for? Now, we're speaking Spanish. So I speak. I said, I want a place that is rustic, that is quiet, and there's the river. And I and, and my spirit said, look to the right. I looked to the right, and there was the perfect place. It was a set of 14 cabins um, situated on a beautiful ground. The volcano was right behind it. The river was underneath. The... the um, The waterfall was five minutes away. I said, this is actually perfect. And that's how it started. I then made phone calls. I said, I'm getting ready to start retreats. And some of my clients said, but you didn't tell me about it. I said, I don't have to tell you. I just got the assignment. Are you ready to come down? It was like, what? Yes, I'm coming. Tell your friends. And that's just how it started. No big marketing, no big push, no big this. But I'm well known on Clubhouse. I have a... uh, clubhouse room and I hold that room Monday through Friday for the most part except if I'm doing master classes and that clubhouse room I'm talking about spirituality and justice and mental health and I train people how to become free from the things that hinder and delay their life and so from I have about mm, 1200 members who Mm. listen in on a daily basis sometimes 20, 40, 60, 80, depending on the subject, they chime in. And that's how I promote my retreats. And that is how I promote my 
conference. I'm having a conference in February. So all my now, this new business that I've been directed was has been generated from Clubhouse. I don't promote anywhere else. It's been all generated oh. from Clubhouse. Clubhouse, okay. Mm -hmm. I, sh I should check it out. You Definitely. should. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so, uh, so you it say about... It, it speaks for itself. It speaks... I'm sorry to interrupt, but it used to take me... I used to can take an appointment in a day. Now people have to wait sometimes up to two weeks to have an appointment with me. Through Clubhouse, thank God. Love it. About the one-on-one, for example, an appointment with you. Somebody who who is actually, I don't know, he's a little bit lost in life and wants to, he's lost or she is lost and want to align. So it comes to you and what is, because I saw that you are a breakthrough coach as well. So what is the breakthrough that you would provide? Or uh, it, so, it, so, I, so I work with singles and couples. Mm -hmm. I work with women as well as men. So I just got off a call with a new client. He has an issue, which is called a soul tie. He has a soul tie attachment to someone who is not healthy for him. This individual, this is a young man, he's not healthy. Every time they get together, there is um, physical altercations, there's the language, there's a lot of negative energy, but he can't stop. So he started working with me so he can figure out what is the source of this negative energy, this negative cord? Mm -hmm. So we start working together. So he started out with a 15-minute consultation as I began to talk to him to understand. So my practice combines prayer with education, mm -hmm. teaching you to identify the signs that are not of God, which represent an evil entity. Once I understand, we meet once a week, and I go over what spiritually that I am picking up. It's all based on my gifting inside. It's all mm. based on my eternal gift. I have a very um, potent gifting, which can help me help you understand the root cause of your issue. So today we were talking about how, why he's connected to this young lady that he just can't seem to get rid of. They can't seem to break up. And we realized through our discussion was a breakthrough. It comes from not grieving the loss of his brother and being scapegoated where he has a sense of rejection. So not knowing how to receive love is best to have any form of love than the love that he deserves. So after three sessions, we had the breakthrough. He felt relieved. We prayed about it. We will continue our sessions for the next uh, seven weeks. You talked about the gift that you have. How did you find that gift? You don't find it. It finds you. Right. And so, <laughs> yes. Right. So it, it located me at a very young age. But the difference is because it was I located me, I did not grow up in a family that understood it. So, of course, they rejected it. And then from that, that opened the door for me to only understand rejection. So rejection upon rejection, it was like bricks. The more I was rejected, the stronger my gifting came. Because I had to figure out a way to explain why is rejection associated with my life. 
then I realize that my rejection is associated with my life as a result of the teachings of the Bible of Jesus Christ himself. That's how I said, okay, he was rejected. I'm rejected. My DNA is with him, not with my family. That helped me accept the terms of being rejected and being outcasted, being misjudged, treated with injustice. But through that, my gifting became sharper and sharper. So now I trust it. I walk with it. I honor it. I'm impassioned by it. And I help others embrace their gifting as well through rejection or humiliation or betrayal or injustice. That's right. Beautiful words. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And um, what's your biggest, what's the biggest healing that you received? Ooh, the burns. So I, um, I was in China and I was boiling some cha tea. And I had a cell phone, so you don't you don't have hot water with cell phone. I dropped the cell phone on the floor. I bent down to pick it up. My shoulder knocked over the teapot on the stove, and it burned my face, second and third degree burns. The hospital, once again, rejected me. They would not treat me. So I'm walking around with second and third degree burns. Inside my throat, all inside my face was severely burned. And again, the gifting... I was walking back from the hospital, devastated. The first thing that my compatriot told me, she says, oh, what's going to happen to your beauty? Your face is messed up. You can't teach. What's going to happen? I said, oh, no, I don't give up like that. No, 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 no. And so I heard this instruction, get you some tilapia fish. I don't eat fish. I'm a vegan. And I was given instruction to get some fish. I had my cleaning girl clean off the fish. After she cleaned off the fish, I wrapped my face in the fish skin for three days. And when I wrapped my face in the fish skin for three days, I did not take off the, the dressing. After three days, now after that, I had was directed to read a medical journal, which said in Brazil and in parts of California, people have found success to help heal burns using tilapia fish skin. Before that, I didn't know. I know how to research, but I didn't know. So I was obedient in that instruction. I wrapped my face in the fish skin three days. It was January the 3rd. By January the 13th, my entire face was restored back to what it was. Now, after I had taken the wrappings off, I then was directed to use natural herbs that were in my cabinet in the kitchen. I made a solution. From that, I created a product called Moi, which is a, which is a holistic healing herb balm. And I applied it to my skin and voila. Wow. <laughs> Especially with the tilapia phase. It's like, what? Wow. I was disobedient. I listened. Oh, it should be more skin, wrap it around and I dress my face. I took it off after three days. Then I used um, some natural herb solutions down of my own product called Noir, which I only sell one-to-one because -one it's very special. And that's how I healed my burns. And when you said, I just listened. So did you ask a question first? I asked God a question. 
I'm waiting. And I always say this. I said, well, Lord, speak to me. What is in your heart for me? I'm waiting on the next instruction. I, I say that all the time. Speak to, speak to your daughter, Lord. What is in your heart for me? I'm waiting on the next instruction. I ask that question every day, sometimes three or four times a day. I don't get, I don't get that. Woo, no, no, no. It's very sure. clear and very instructional. Amazing. I surrender to that which is within. I'm looking for this kind of um, intuition to actually sharpen this intuition in a, even more. So, but intuition so. is not the same. It's not intuition. Intuition is not the same for me as you understand it. For me, if there's intuition is from the spirit, my direction comes from the soul deeper because it's a collectivity, mind, body, and soul. Intuition is, is, is what we use on a regular basis. Intuition is our default, but listening okay. to God is not our default. Listening to that spirit with deep within us is not our default. Our default is, oh, I hear something. Okay, I'm going to follow. But for me, it's a knowing. See, intuition is not a knowing because most people question their intuition, right? Yes, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't question. I don't question my knowing. My intuition, I question because it can be challenged and it's challenged every day. But my knowing is deep within my soul. It's my identity deep within. I know I belong to God. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. You're also working on bringing more awareness on PLME, which is an yes. autoimmune deficiency skin disorder triggered by yes. exposure to the sun. Yes. Give us a little bit of a little history on of your relationship with that. In essence, I'm allergic to the sun. In essence. So <laughs> okay. what a life, right? But I've lived in 31 countries. So obviously I've learned something. So in essence, I have PMLE, which is an acronym for polymeric life light eruption. I didn't know that I was allergic to the sun. I've been told many other things from skin cancer to lupus, but no, I am literally allergic to the sun. So more than five minute exposure to the sun, I would break out in a terrible um, uh, eruption not just rashes, but wets and markings and discoloration is very unattractive. But I have learned through my gifting how to take care of myself, to create my own herbal treatments, to use a lot of umbrellas as well. But it's not stopped me from living in Jamaica, Costa Rica, Africa, anywhere there are sun, heavily sun uh, areas. I've been able to manage successfully. I live here in Costa Rica. My window, open up my window. The lake is right in front. I walk out my back door. I walk up three minutes, then the mountain. So I'm exposed to the sun all the time. I can't tell you how I'm able to survive, but I'm grateful. Once again, because I ask throughout the day, what is in your heart for me? What is the next instruction? So with that cream, you can actually expose yourself as well, or you or you cover yourself with something, umbrella? Or, well, or... for me, I, you know, I'm really confident, but I'm not going to play with the, I'm not going to play with the S-U-N when I know I got the S-O-N in me. So I'm going to be wise. So yes. I do wear, you know, long sleeves, right. um, 
But for this past year, I had on a bathing suit in Jamaica. That was a miracle because I had asked for an opportunity to dip in the waterfall. I had asked for, I said, what is in your heart for me, Lord? Please help me. I want to experience what it's like to wear a bathing suit. I never wore a bathing suit. I want to experience. Wow. So as I looked up, there were trees overhead. And it was as the, the branches and the leaves joined and gave me a covering where I could go in the water and still be covered by trees. So I thank God for that opportunity to let me experience what it was like to wear a bathing suit, what it was like to dip in the water. And it was amazing. So it works out. <laughs> it's always worked out. It's amazing. I love your strength. I love your positivity. If you could change one thing in this world, what would that be? It would be the de- the level of rejection that people face. If I could mm-hmm. just if I could just impact that, because the people who come to me come to me with tremendous rejections from parents, from lovers, from family members. And I, I, I don't like seeing people, the consequences of rejection, meaning it can result in abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, addictive behavior. I've seen the consequences. If I could change that, I would love to have a world where people be more compassionate and accepting of those who are different. Thank you. What are the three things you're grateful for? Oh, I'm grateful to be a stroke survivor and not look like I had a stroke. I'm grateful for my intelligence and I'm grateful most importantly for my relationship with God because without him as a friend and as a judge and as a father, I could not have this conversation today without breaking up and crying because of all the rejection in my life. Wow. Well, Cheryl... Where can people find you and connect with you and be healed by your soul? Well, yes, you can reach out to me by my name on on uh, Facebook. Absolutely, I have a very active Facebook page. You can reach out to me on Facebook. In fact, I would recommend that as the first stop. Just Google my name, Sherol D O S S E T T Dasset. You can find me on Facebook and every. I'm on every social media platform, but start with Facebook. It is the most active. I, I'm interacting and engaging with it every day. Then, of course, Clubhouse as well. Mm-hmm. Same Great. name mm-hmm. on Clubhouse. Well, Cheryl, it's been like a pleasure, immense pleasure talking to you. And uh, I really learned a lot. And I, I'm sure the people who listen to this, uh, this episode will learn a lot. And I hope they will get in touch with you if they want to be healed. They want to be, you know, heal internal, uh, I would say, I don't know, challenges and also external. As you said, that you have, uh, you have this product, right? That you created for the skin. Absolutely. Right. right. So mm-hmm. thank you so much again for being here. It's been a pleasure. Ciao, ciao. Grazie. Ciao. Peace and blessings. Thank you so much.